Welcome to the latest Marketing Week podcast. My name is Lucy Chesseris and I'm the Features Editor at Marketing Week and I'm joined by Senior Writer Charlotte Rogers. This week we've launched our annual Career and Salary Survey, which like always has delivered some fascinating findings. We've broken down the analysis into a number of key areas this year, firstly looking at the industries where marketers are most happy based on a number of factors such as good work environment, opportunities for progression, being valued within the business and fair pay. Charlotte, you've done a great job at analysing all the data, so what did you find? Yeah, well I found a, a couple of things that really stood out. Um, one was the best industries to work for, for marketers. So we spoke to over 4,000 marketers uh, across 24 different industries, uh, ranging from graduates to board directors. And we actually found that gaming and gambling was the happiest industry for marketers. Um, actually, it was 60.7% of respondents in that sector said they were quite happy or very happy in their role, uh, followed by the automotive sector and travel and transport. Um, and gaming and gambling actually did really well. It came out as the best working environment, according to 79.6% of marketers in that sector. And it was the second best for offering um, opportunities for advancement. So a really happy category. Very much so. And perhaps a surprising um, uh, sector to come out top there. Why do you think that was? Definitely. I think it surprised a couple of people, not least myself. Um, I kind of caught up with a uh, former CMO um, and Chief Customer Officer at Labbrook's Coral Group, Chris Afahi, and he was kind of talking to me about the opportunities that gaming and gambling has for marketing. It's fiercely competitive, it's fast-paced, and marketing really can make a tangible difference. Mm. And I think he was saying that um, also, you get a lot of exposure in the business, so marketing is a big um, part of what those um, businesses are doing. They don't own the football match, they don't own the race day, so they have to stand out from the crowd through marketing. Yeah. And that means that if you do something really well, you know really quickly. Um, so I think that was kind of what he was saying as to why people are really happy. Really interesting, really interesting. So I suppose at the other end of the spectrum, what were the unhappiest sectors for marketers? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the beauty industry actually emerged as the unhappiest sector with 35.7% of respondents saying they were not happy at all or quite unhappy in their current role. Um, this was followed by marketers working at a media owner and then in the construction and property sector. And the beauty industry, it was quite strange because that came out as the industry um, where respondents felt they had the best opportunities for advancement. So strangely, there's a lot of chances to move on with your career, but actually people weren't very happy. And this came as a bit of a shock to um, some of the people I spoke to. So I spoke to Natasha Curtin, who is marketing director at a cosmetics brand Benefit. And she was saying that definitely doesn't reflect her experience. And actually, she believes that beauty is an excellent industry for marketers because um, the customers are so engaged with the product, they know so much about it. And so actually you're talking to a really informed audience, mm. so it should be a great opportunity. So she was quite surprised. Another person who was quite disappointed with these findings was Zoe Clapp, uh, CMO of UK TV. And she sort of was quite disappointed that 35% of people working at media owner marketers said they were unhappy in their role. Mm. Um, and she thought this was quite sad because a lot of people, like especially graduates, come out and they want to work in the media. Yeah. Um, so she said that, um, you know, she thought that it was quite sad that people were landing their dream job but not it wasn't necessarily living up to their expectations yeah. and the industry had a job to do to change that. Really interesting, really interesting. Um, so another big area of focus um, is the gender pay gap. It's been a huge discussion point um, at the moment generally and sadly marketing is in no way immune from that. So, so what did the, the survey find this year? Yeah, absolutely. It was really quite sad to see that the gender pay gap persists in marketing. In fact, female app marketers earn less than male marketers in every sector and every role apart from marketing assistant. Right. Um, that's the only time in their career that a female marketer will earn more than a man. 
uh, male marketer, yeah. uh, taking home 10% more, the average, average salary is about 22,000 versus 20,000. Right. So it's really at the lower end. Um, some of the highest pay gaps came in the health and pharmaceutical industry, a 41% pay gap, massive. Um, massive. Entertainment, 37%, and industry or trade bodies, travel and transportation, and consumer electronics all came out at 36%. It's really disappointing. Mm. Um, the lowest gender pay gap was in the charity sector, but that was still 14%, right. so definitely not what we want to be seeing. Right. And you said that, um, that there's only uh, one role where female marketers... Um, and more than male marketers. So how does the, the pay gap persist as female marketers ascend the career ladder? Yeah, it doesn't get any better. You might think it would even out, or, or maybe you know they'd be closing that gap. Mm. Actually, it gets wider. Um, so managers, marketing managers, about 10% pay gap. Right. Senior managers, 11%. And then if you even go up to kind of an owner or partner, it's 32%. Um, so I was talking to different marketers about this, and it came as a shock to people. It didn't reflect their own personal yeah. experience. But acknowledging that this is the experience of some marketers, uh, Gavin Shepherd, marketing director at Smart Energy GB, he talked to me about the importance of checking that there is no bias yeah. within your business. So not just assuming there isn't one, but actually um, really drilling down into the detail and making sure there isn't. And he also talked about the danger of accepting an unconscious um gender bias and inheriting it yeah. so when you ask a woman a female marketer when she comes to a job interview what are you currently being paid and then even if you give her a certain amount more it could still be much less than what a man is coming in on yeah. so he talks about a kind of gender neutral pay scheme where you just set a price for a role and that is for anyone and whoever deserves it that's what they get regardless of what they were paid before yeah so that would be a way of kind of changing those existing inequalities yeah really really um, useful insight there I think definitely so um, the third area of focus um, big focus then this year was um, the workplace well-being and the future of work um, which is something we've been looking at in some detail over the past year at Marketing Week and will continue to do so this year um, the fact workplace well-being will become a business imperative was actually one of our trends for 2018 um, so what were some of the key findings about the future of work Absolutely, it's been key focus for us over the past year and it continues to be something of real importance to mm. marketers. Um, <clears throat> so 87% of the marketers we questioned said that flexible working was very important mm. and important to them, so nearly 90%. Yeah. Um, but 42.6% said they had the opportunity to use it and only 342 are actually using it. Yeah. So there's definitely an appetite, but then when it comes, it drops down when people say they have the option for it and are actually taking that option on board and actually... Yeah making that work. I spoke to Helen Tupper, uh, Microsoft Commercial Marketing Director and co-founder of Career Development Business, Amazing If. And she was talking about marketers really leading the charge for the changing nature of working, mm. the working environment and the future of work. She was talking about new models that she sees kind of coming up in the next two or three years with project-based models for marketers, a much more flexible way of working that really taps into a global freelance community. Mm. Um, she named a couple of, of kind of... Um, initiatives that are out there just now, collectives, the Hoxby Collective and the Form Break Collective. Mm. Um, the latter, which has been set up by the Chief Strategy Officer of TBWA London, um, Amelia Tarod. So career breaks are also really important right. to marketers. 48.7% um, say that it's very important or important to them, but only 8.3% um, have it open to them as an option. <clears throat> and of those, only 0.7% sorry, have taken that on board in the past year. Mm. Um, 
Why is that, do you think? Well, I think it's a question of when you offer a career break mm. to somebody. This was something that was brought up by Andre Rickaby, CMO mm. at Moonpig, and he was talking about he's really open to exploring the idea of career breaks. He thinks it's an, a, a really interesting thing to do, but he doesn't know when you offer it. Do you right. offer it after a year? Do you offer it only after 10 years? But then people don't stay in their jobs that long. People want to move around and explore. So he's like, it, it's difficult for companies to know when to do it. Yeah. Um, another thing that just kind of came out is the importance of counselling and wellbeing. Okay. Um, at the moment, that's really growing in importance to marketers. So um, I think it was close to, yeah, 14.4% of those surveyed said that they have the option to receive counselling and 10.2% have the option to receive mindfulness. So mm-hmm. these things are definitely um, kind of rising up the agenda. Yeah. Um, so overall, um, what emerges as kind of the key takeaways for marketers and what can marketers learn from the findings this year? So I think that a real thing that's coming out is the importance of well-being and the fact that marketers are looking for flexible ways of working and just kind of leading the charge of finding new ways of creating roles and doing work in a really efficient way. But there are persistent problems. Mm. The inequality, the pay inequality sadly persists. And I think we also could learn from the fact that gaming and gambling has performed so strongly this Mm. year that actually something that's creating real happiness for marketers is a sector that's driven by pace, that's reactive, and that really appreciates the impact of marketing. Yeah. I think those are key takeaways uh, from this year's survey. Fantastic. Yeah, lots to, lots to take away there. Um, thank you very much, Charlotte, and thank you everyone for listening. Um, for more information and for more analysis around this year's career and salary survey, do visit marketingweek.com where you can find uh, a whole selection of articles around all of the topics we've discussed today, and do follow us on social media as well. Thanks very much, everyone.